0: Welcome to Moments in Time and Space, a microfiction podcast, bringing you tales of horror and suspense with your host, Aaron Miracle. Hello, everyone. Collectors are an incredible, dedicated group of people. Some of them will go to any extreme to get that special piece that will set them apart from their peers. As she sat at a table in the interview room, Wendy reflected on everything that had happened since she had arrived in Savannah, Georgia. The Buff and Buddies Collection Company had flown her to their headquarters at their expense as a reward for being a finalist in the Great Golden Squirrel Contest. The limousine ride to the factory had been quite the experience. Wendy had never had the opportunity to enjoy such luxury before, and she hoped she would again. Even if she was not the grand prize winner, Wendy was promised a large cash sum that would be sure to soothe any sense of loss she experienced. Upon arrival at the factory, Wendy was hustled into a lavish lounge where she met the other three finalists. There was Bob from South Dakota. Wendy did not care for his sour face, and he came across as a man who only saw profit in his collection. Angie was a tall thin girl from Texas. She was a quiet mousy sort of thing who barely said two words when asked anything. This was in stark contrast to Mary Jo from Tallahassee, Florida. The large woman stressed Tallahassee to make sure she wasn't lumped in with all the other pretend Floridians. Her constant giggling was only slightly more annoying than her habit of breaking about her collection with every second sentence she said. Wendy was thankful when they were split up for interviews and paperwork, to avoid hearing Mary Joe say, Eyes on the prize, one more time. A young lady in a nicely tailored business suit entered the interview room with a stack of papers in her arms. She flashed Wendy a bright smile, and began to run down what the next steps of the contest would be. Once Wendy and others had signed the appropriate waivers and forms, they would be allowed to compete for the Golden Squirrel. Upon completion, a dinner would take place and the winners would return home tomorrow. So, any questions? The young lady asked as Wendy signed paper after paper. Uh, not really, Wendy replied. What's the final contest involved? That's a surprise. To make it fair for everyone. Oh, okay. The young lady flipped through the papers nodding her head. It looks like everything here is in order. In a few moments, the door behind you will open. You can walk into the studio and wait for further instructions. On cue, The door behind Wendy clicked and swung open. Beyond it was mostly darkness with a single light source in the middle of the room. The light shone down on a podium containing a glass case holding a stuffed golden squirrel. Good luck, the young lady said. Wendy thanked her and rose from her chair. She slowly walked through the door and into the darkened studio. It was eerily quiet, but she felt the presence of others in the room with her. Wendy stopped and tried to make out what else could be in the studio, but she could only see vague shapes at best. There was a click and the studio was suddenly bathed in brightness only did not look like the studio. The room was circular and about 30 feet across. The walls were about 10 feet tall and on top of them stood spectators standing in the shadows. They were dressed in formal evening wear and all the more fancy half masks. A man with broad shoulders dressed in a red suit appeared on a raised dais directly across from Wendy and the spectators began to cheer. The figure smiled and raised his hands for silence. Someone handed him a microphone and he tapped it to make sure it was on before speaking into it. Ladies and gentlemen, Allow me to introduce our four competitors for tonight's contest. A gravelly voice to Wendy's left shouted, What the hell is this? She turned and saw the other three finalists were also standing in the strange room. The owner of the gravelly voice was Bob, and made no attempt to hide the rage in his face as he addressed the man in the red suit. Hey, Chili Pepper, what's going on? Where's the contest? Bob demanded. The red suited host ignored Bob and began to run down the physical statistics of each of the finalists. Wendy moved closer to Bob and kept staring around the room. It finally began to dawn on her what the purpose of it was. I think this is an arena, Wendy said. What kind of an arena? Bob asked. The red suited man handed it up to the crowd. The betting window closes in two minutes, so don't delay, folks. Don't get shut out. Wendy spied Angie feeling on the walls as if trying to find a way out. She noticed Mary Jo was slowly walking around the arena with a large grin on her face and offering waves to the crowd. Bob just crossed his arms and looked sternly at the red-suited host standing high in his dais above them all. After two minutes had passed, a buzzer rang out that made Wendy jump. Panels on the walls of the arena slid down and revealed a multitude of edged weapons. Swords of all sizes, axes, and some weapons that Wendy did not even recognize were now readily available to be acquired. All of them looked lethal. What what are those weapons for? Wendy whispered. They're for us, Bob replied. This is the final contest. The red suited man pumped his fist, and the crowd roared. Here we go, folks. Winner takes all. Only one that will walk out with the golden squirrel and their life. The only rule is there are no rules. Wendy blinked and put her hands to her mouth. They want... they want us to kill each other. They can want whatever they want, but it isn't happening, Bob said. Let's get the others. Something heavy hit Bob and he staggered forward. In slow motion, the man slumped to his knees, then fell face down onto the floor of the arena. Blood spilled from a wound in his back and began to pool under his body. Wendy screamed and she saw Mary Joe looming over Bob, with a large axe held in both her hands. The head of it was wet with blood. She raised it once more before she brought it down on Bob's neck. The red suit of man roared. One down and three to go. It looks like we've got an early favorite here. Wendy slowly backed away from Mary Joe. A large woman giggled as she wrenched the axe from Bob's body and she looked over at Wendy. The woman from Tallahassee hafted her weapon and began to stalk Wendy as the crowd cheered her on. Talk about making a killing. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. You can also follow me on Twitter at Moments in TAS. Feel free to recommend this podcast to others and help it grow. The opening and closing theme is Creepy Night by Daniel Carlton. Until next time, be safe, be smart, and be well. See you soon.